University of Southern California, the JD degree from Loyola Law School, Los Angeles, and the Advanced Executive MBA from the Peter F. Drucker School at Claremont Graduate University, where I studied entrepreneurship and management directly with Professor Drucker over two and one half years. I'm a licensed attorney, and all of these degrees were earned after I was a full-time member of the workforce. I'm also a black belt in and have taught Chinese Kenpo Karate, and my hobbies include body surfing, skiing at Lake Tahoe, and doing as many age-defying things as possible. They're great role models, but you don't have to be a Colonel Sanders or a Ray Kroc to become a 40-plus entrepreneur. In fact, you can have zero business experience and come from a political system that has been outright antagonistic toward capitalism and still succeed providing you recognize opportunity when it whispers in your ear, as Tanya did. Fundamentally, entrepreneurship is simple, and it's really about the same thing whether you're in Helsinki or Helena, Montana. At its essence, entrepreneurship is about finding a need and filling it, noticing or creating demand, and then satisfying it. But like most innovations, products of entrepreneurship seem logical and even necessary only after They've come to the fore. I want to share with you a tale of emerging entrepreneurship. In a sense, it's incredibly unlikely, but if you understand some background, you'll see how it was the most natural thing. Tanya is an American of Russian extraction. She moved to California about 15 years ago after Perestroika, the movement that changed her native country after the Iron Curtain fell. A mother of five children, Spanning 8 to 28 years old, she's been vitally involved in her familial duties, paying special attention to the education of her kids. She has an abundance of energy and a love of learning that seems to burst from every pore. This earnestness got her into a little trouble with public school teachers who had mixed feelings about her contributions to classroom life. Why aren't they doing this? And why aren't they doing that? She would lament privately. To her friends, other moms with half her energy and a tenth of her commitment. Let's just say Tanya was frustrated and she needed an outlet for her creativity and verve. She also needed a vacation, and so she took one of her older daughters back to Russia for an extended visit. While they were there, they visited a Russian space museum. You should know that the Russian space program spans 70 years. It is a source of great national pride, and their space program has been responsible for sending over 2,000 payloads into the great beyond. The United States, with tremendous success in its own program, has sent about half as many, and remaining countries have launched about 50 such missions. As Tanya and her daughter visited each exhibit, they were filled with awe. Yuri Gagarin was the first man in space, and his capsule was there, among other unique objects each of which seemed more fascinating than the next. At the museum, kids are allowed to try on spacesuits, getting the feeling of being real astronauts. Indeed, no details seem to have been overlooked in planning the museum. Tanya was hungry and about to grab some fast food when the thought that would launch a new enterprise hit her. There's something missing from this place. Wouldn't it be interesting to snack on space food? Instead of the ordinary fare, how cool would it be, especially for kids while they're here, to squeeze their meals and snacks out of toothpaste tubes? Suddenly, 
Tanya was no longer a tourist. She transformed on the spot into an entrepreneur on a mission. Right here on planet Earth, she imagined everything in a flash. There would be a small concession with a refrigerator or two, and Tanya and her pals would cheerfully dispense extraterrestrial nourishments. She tracked down the director of the museum, eagerly briefed him on her plan. He was very encouraging and shared with her the name of the manufacturer who caters the cosmonauts' meals. She asked the director about the permits she would need to become a food vendor at the museum, and he explained four certificates were required. In the next few weeks, she obtained them, taking innumerable buses and trains. She visited the food factory. The managers there were very cooperative as well. She chose four different meals and snacks to offer at her concession. On opening day, her humble space food stand sold out of its entire inventory well before the museum closed. Quickly, she restocked, and the crowds around her...